0: Hey, y'all, this is your boy, Wynn. Study Hall is for Christians who are willing to talk that real talk, Christian perspective, Christian thought, unapologetically Holy Spirit guided. We are Kingdom Scholars studying the psyche, the physical, and the phenomena. Sign in. Yo, welcome back scholars. Thank you so much for signing into study hall. This is your boy, Wynn. This is episode four of season two and we're talking about healing helps. And I know, at least for myself, I got stories for days on on just how God has just been just so good and faithful and, you know, he's healed me from battles and wounds and emotional crisis and even some self-mutilation. So I will Later elaborate on why, you know, we shouldn't be dismayed or um, you know, not encouraged to continue our journeys of health and wellness because Whitney Houston, the Black Fairy Godmother, said it the best. The world is full of zanies and fools who don't believe in sensible rules and don't believe what sensible people have to say. Impossible things are happening every day. And they can go for your healing. And speaking of fools, did y'all catch up with this Derek Jackson scandal like I didn't know who this man was, sorry to him, but the situation did tickle me, and as a believer, you can see, you know, how obviously people just manipulate the Bible, even down to the whole little Nas video and the shoes and all that crap like that, like, it's a lot going on, and I don't really have much to say about it, but I just feel like, at least for the little Nas situation, I'll say this, like... I just really feel like he's a baby. He's younger than me. I'm 25 years old, so he's like 22, 23. So I just really feel like he's just misguided and doesn't hopefully understand, you know, what he's projecting out to the world. And so I will say this for sure, that I do believe that, you know, Satan has an agenda to try and steal the babies of the kingdom as young as he can get them. And, you know, it doesn't matter what race or gender they are. And I can at least attest to in the past where I've been in meetings where over millions of dollars are on the table and grants and stipends are, you know, given to um help propel said agenda. So even in mental health, researchers are seeing, you know, a rise in ID, you know, identification of LGBTQA individuals as young as people as eight. And, you know furthermore i had a client that was in kindergarten battling with gender dysphoria and it was very very touchy it's even down to his culture and so even working in group homes i saw it like you know here i was working in group homes trying to raise a standard for you know this fan like you know had this family environment and i had a son come home you know coming through the doors all geek talking about some looky 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 mr winton and showed me a full set of nails like Y'all, I almost had a whole brain aneurysm and fall to the floor like call nine one one because I just didn't know how to process that and I had to listen to him and understand where he was coming from. And then he also had to do that for me because at the end of the day, y'all, I ended up getting him to soak off his left hand. I really wanted him to soak off his right. But you know, at the end of the day, all I could say was you was a boy, and that's what I'm going to refer you at refer to you as. And that was that. But anyway, um, we don't we know healing doesn't happen overnight. And we can kinda of even see that with our physical bodies. Like even if we have something as simple as a paper cut, I know that that can take like two days to heal. So all in all, God does heal fully, completely, and wholly. And I am a witness day by day that, you know, I can really say that, you know, how they say it, you know, I don't look like what I've been through, like that part, that is truly a testimony in its own self. So if I couldn't impart any wisdom by skill, I would just say do these four things. Um, Number one, self-reflect. This outcome may look different and might manifest for everyone differently. So, you know, it may look like for you a conclusion of apology or I'm sorry, blank, 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 or a spiritual atonement. Others, you know, may need to acknowledge there's a truth of a distance between, you know, you and God. Like, maybe you rebelled. Maybe you stopped praying. Maybe you thought you could do and handle the situation out of your own strength. You know, for me to be transparent, like in so many words, the Holy Spirit was like, bro, you need to stop being Captain Sabo. You know, I had to admit to, you know, the fact that, you know, I, now I'm a recovering enabler where, you know, I would sugarcoat the truth. I was one of the people that'd be like, oh, if you're happy, I'm happy. That is a toxic lie. And so, You got to be able to, you know, come to agreement in yourself and be like, you know, I do do that. I am like that. You know, I need to work that out and fix it. I know. So this that self-reflection can be something that people struggle with or find challenging. So I would encourage you to meditate on Psalms 103 and the King James Version in particular, um, verses 10 through 12 will bless you. And remember, like, the end goal of self-reflection is to admit to the contribution and the, you know, like, the influences or the responsibility that you had in a situation either positive or negative. And after you do that, I would project that you should be moving in a posture of, like, humble repentance, you know, forgiving yourself and others. Number two, subtract reservations. With this, you know, I just and reminded of Mary, you know, Jesus' mom. And I just feel like she demonstrates like this incredible capacity to subtract reservations, whether it's doubt, fear, worry, whatever. And if we put ourselves in her shoes just for a moment, you know, just think about, you know, Everything that Jesus was out there doing in the streets of Galilee, like, you know, her son was a little bit, Jesus was a little bit rebellious. He ran away from home when he was young to go to the church and tell people love. He started hanging out with 12 guys that Mary did not know. And, you know, they barely could protect him. You know, Jesus had death threats out for him. Then there was Pharisees that started gossiping about him and tried to start coups. And then, you know, he was falsely arrested. That's pretty intense. And can you just imagine the emotional tour, how Mary was out here looking like, oh, girl probably had bipolar depression and moderate anxiety because Jesus was just coming and going like how, you know, that was her last time she was going to see Jesus. And ironically, you know, Mary did know the prophecy that Jesus would die and resurrect. The tricking component was when was it going to happen? So um, I think we can also look into um, David and Saul's relationship, you know. Do you think David, you know, really wanted to deal with Saul's problems? You know, he had his own. So there was like a level of like healing that he had to be like, OK, I'm going to go in here today. we we'll put a smile on my face. I'm going to do my best because, you know, I'm going to honor this man despite, you know, how he treated how he's treating me. And so. Honestly, quiet is kept. I would even suggest that maybe, you know, David didn't honor Saul as much as he should have, because, you know, whatever was on Saul, I would suggest fell on David because or jinx David because David had like a mini fall from grace himself and had to, you know, be healed and restored through music just like Saul. But I'll digress. So number three, select resources this is a this key is simple you know this should be fun and creative it's individualistic no one can judge you on it like select resources that can be used as a means of catharsis this is your mind regulation this is something therapeutic like don't select something that will stress you out that's defeating the purpose and you know don't don't be one note about it you know you can think of two or three things that you know bring you peace and joy and can entertain you you know pick up them old hobbies back you know try meditating if you can't you know summer's right around if you can't swim try try learning how to swim you know i picked up the craft of making candles you know i picked up the pen and started writing again like you know do stuff that you know or come up with a list that you can implement to you know your daily activities or your daily routine that will help you cope like you know some people um read like i'm trying to get better with that you know the last book i read was like maybe three months ago and it was called it was brilliant it was called change of affection by beckett cook i think everyone should read it but um those are just things that you just start you know implementing um when you feel down and out so that's that and number four have a steadfast resistance um you know the young folks say you know stand ten toes down um all that woo. but honestly that's really hard to do, and I'm gonna give y'all a quick story. Um, I almost forfeited my favor one time, y'all, and I had to heal from this incident in my life where I basically had sold my sold my worth, and God had to rescue me from it. And afterwards, I had like this PTSD when I was going through some like going through some healing, and I went to like this major hiding. I didn't want anyone to see me. I don't know if I was in, full of shame or self condemning myself, but I literally like started dressing like I was poor and, you know, was off the streets. And in my mind, that's how I felt. I felt exploited. I felt used. I felt abused. I felt like I felt worthless. And it wasn't even my body that was subjugated to any harm or malpractice. It was honestly like my passions that were raped. It was my ideas that were prostituted. It was my work ethic that made me a slave. And I felt like I had nothing left. And um, I heard a real prophet say, like, you know, some of us were in a pandemic before the pandemic and some of us will never know how God, you know, brought us through a situation. And so I was in that state of mind and my brother um, confronted me one day. He was like, bro, why every time I see you, you look homeless And, you know, him not knowing my trauma, you know, I had to brush it off and use comedy to negate, you know, what he was really trying to ask me what's going on. And I was just like, bro, like, you're not digging the hobo couture. And later down the line, God ended up convicting me and saying, like, you disrespected me. You casually rejected my favor. And honestly, how this conversation ended up happening was like the Holy Spirit was like, you're a fool. And started replaying moments in my life where God was like, since you... Don't want, let me show you how I used you as a pawn, how you're a slave and I'm your master. Like, that's just how things happen for me. And he reminded me of like, you know, how I was at this alumni cookout and how me just being polite to this lady. I didn't know who this lady was, never seen a day in my life. Long story short, you know, just being polite and nice. She ended up writing a $5,000 check at a table with potato salad, fried chicken, and hot dogs on my behalf. Another time I met a philanthropist where he invited me for coffee and literally handed me a grant and was like, tell you know, I was telling him I had work was working for a school or whatever. And he was like, um, tell them to apply. And, you know, me being me was like, Oh, well, there's another grant we're working on and we're trying to get it. So, you know, I just I'll just hold this here. And then of course the deadline was like two days before my birthday or two days after my birthday. And I was like, We got a lot going on. This might not happen, being selfish. And, you know, we never applied. But if probably might have worked out in my fa- in our favor so um even to this day i like to you not like i feel like i have you know how do you say it awaken awoken waking up <laughs> from my sleep and like the host be like email him now i'm just like what <laughs> no he doesn't remember me let's change the subject like all that so um just you know point for stead have a steadfast resistance and um i was brought up resist the devil you know your healing depends on it. And so that's all I really have, scholars. Follow me on Instagram, follow the motherboard on Instagram, and I'm signing out. And y'all have an awesome day. Much love.